Welcome back to the Running Deep Podcast. We are on our third episode today on our series on discipleship. And I have Christina Hannon back with me. Thanks for joining me today to talk about baptism. Yes. Hello. Thank you. So once again, we are going to start with a fun question. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yes. (laughs) This one's kind of easy, but what is your favorite condiment? Oh. Like if you were the grandma who like keeps the condiment in your purse. (laughs) I don't think I would keep any condiment in my purse. The likelihood of that like spilling everywhere. Did you ever have, did you ever see like elderly people who like bring like the ketchup packets or salt packets? Yeah. Yep, for sure. What would you carry with you? It would probably be ketchup. Ketchup. I love it. (laughs) Just too much. Okay. You know, I recently heard actually that there's more ketchup in two ta- or there's more sugar in two tablespoons of ketchup than there is in a glazed donut. <gasps> Isn't what? that <laughs> It's kind of heartbreaking. I'm like, "Oh no. Oh, I didn't know that." But it's still my favorite. I just love it. How about wow. you? What's your favorite? I'm on a Chick-fil-A sauce kick. Oh, yeah. Is that what it's called? Chick-fil-A sauce? Yeah, Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I love that stuff. <laughs> My daughter loves ranch, mm-hmm. and for years, I mean, she's, this was even before she was baptized, she would say, Mom, I love ranch so much that mm. I want to be baptized in oh, it. That's amazing. <laughs> so if, if she doesn't get ranch with a meal that she thinks, like, needs ranch, it's like, I can't eat this, like, Where's the ranch? Oh, funny. (laughs) So, would you get baptized in ketchup? No. Oh, that would be horrible. (laughs) Yeah, I have I have clean jewelry in ketchup though. It actually does a really great job. Anything that's a little just not as shiny as you want it to be. I wonder what it is in the ketchup that must be the acid. I'm not really sure. (laughs) What is it doing to our stomach? (laughs) 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 So. That brings us to what we're actually going to talk about today. Naomi would want to get baptized in ranch. She did not get baptized in ranch. She got baptized here at Candeo in regular water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're talking about baptism today. And let's let's just start this off. I, I want to have this conversation with the mindset of someone who maybe just got saved mm-hmm. and maybe – you're listening as, you know, someone who's walking with a brand new believer mm-hmm. and you're thinking, how do we think about baptism? How do we talk about baptism? So let's have that conversation as if someone doesn't know anything about baptism. Okay. Yeah. So let's start with what are some passages in the Bible that speak about baptism? Oh, yeah. Well, I think... The one that I think of just right away is Matthew 28. This is the Great Commission. Mm. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. Mm. But maybe a more, like, so that's just like the the command to go and do it, right? But maybe a more helpful passage in, like, what it is would be Romans 6, 3, and 4, which says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were, there, we were buried, therefore, with him 
by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So in there, you can kind of like almost see baptism happening just with those words like we're buried as we go under the water that we're buried with him in his death so that we can then be raised as we're coming Mm. out of the water um so yeah those are a couple yeah this is definitely a biblical thing this is something that we see in the scriptures it's not something that was just made up Mm -hmm. um by the church in the past this is something we see in the bible Um, And it is something, like you said, that it is a call to do. Um, So what would you say then is baptism? So it says we are to be baptized or Mm -hmm. we are to go make disciples and baptize them in the name of Jesus Christ. What is baptism? Baptism, I would say, is an expression of our faith. So baptism shows that we have unity with Christ like we're we're his we're we're claiming uh to be his in his death and his burial and then also in his resurrection so it's really just it's an outward expression of something that's happened to us inwardly mm. um you know we talk a lot about uh like the the symbolism of like it being sort of like a wedding ring mm-hmm. like I'm I'm married to my husband Adam and so I'm wearing this ring if I take this ring off I'm still married to him right mm. um so baptism isn't the thing that that does the saving like we're in this relationship with Christ we we're, we're identifying with him baptism is like the ring itself it's like it's the symbol that shows everyone else it's that outward expression of what's happened to us inwardly Mm, yeah that's good I've heard it also um like a jersey like Mm -hmm. you're already on the team yeah but you're wearing the jersey to proclaim to people like I'm on this team yeah um so it in baptism the important thing to remember is this is not the the action of baptism baptizing someone is not that moment that they're saved Mm -hmm. they're already saved prior to this this is like you said an expression of their faith declaring Mm -hmm. to those around them you're putting that you're putting that wedding ring on you're putting Mm -hmm. that jersey on saying i am a believer of jesus christ yeah um so now that we know kind of where it's found in the Bible and what baptism is. Um, I'm curious, when did you get baptized? Yeah. And what did that look like? Yeah, so I grew up in uh, a Presbyterian church, and so I was baptized as an infant. Okay. And and then later on um, in life, actually – got saved so it was about Mm. seventh grade when I heard the gospel and like yeah I I believe that like I I want to be you know united with Christ and um wasn't baptized again at that time it was later on in my life um I'm trying to think how many years ago it was but we were living in Minnesota at the time and my husband and I were already married at that point we already had a good uh three kids I think at that point but um, just in our Sunday school class, mm-hmm. uh, Sunday morning, we started talking about baptism and just the importance of just 
obeying Jesus. You know, he mm-hmm. says to go and be baptized. And so what is what is keeping us from going and being baptized? And and when we thought about it, we were like, I really don't have a great uh, reason. Like, I just hadn't thought about it at sure. all. And so at that point, yeah, then um, Adam and I both then decided to be baptized. So it was well past um, sure. the point of salvation. Um and yeah, I wish that I wish that it had been sooner. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it was it was kind of beautiful. In like, no, this really was the Lord revealing to us, you know, through a period of time and, and studying His Word and growing in wanting to obey Him. Yeah. That when we saw it, just pretty clearly, like, <laughs> go and be baptized. It was like, okay, then that's what we'll do. You yeah. know, even though it's years later. When were you baptized? Um, I was baptized as a child. I came to know Christ early on, um, and I was probably eight or nine, maybe, um, and got baptized at our local church. Um, and I remember thinking, you know, like I was kind of scared to get up there as a kid, you know, but um, really felt like, no, I, I am a believer. And so this is the next thing to do. Um, but I love even like your, your story of recognizing that someone can get baptized at any point after their salvation. Mm -hmm. And so as, as we meet up with people, as we talk with people, um, it's okay if maybe you're realizing, wow, I've been a believer for 50 years and I've never been baptized. It's not too late. It's not too late. You can still obey Mm -hmm. and get baptized. Or maybe you're a new believer and you're saying, okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. Like, what do I do next? I'd say Be be baptized. So why... Why do we baptize believers? Yeah, Jesus commands it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, it was some of his parting words. I mean, mm. that's like you think about what, what would be the last words that I would say to someone. It kind of carries some weight, and so we see that in his his great commission. Right, mm-hmm. is his instruction to go and make disciples and baptize them and so he commands it and we love him and we want to obey him so so we baptize people but uh you know it is more than I think it is more than just obedience just because he said I'll do it you know Mm. like I think about when I was growing up and my mom would say clean your room you know I cleaned my room because my mom said to do it Mm -hmm. but I didn't necessarily enjoy it right I just did it because I had to but baptism isn't like that like there's there's something wonderful in this obedience like I want to obey Mm. I want to enter into this you know display this outward display of Mm. of my relationship with Christ I kind of think about go back to that wedding ring analogy you know when my husband proposed to me and he he gave me this diamond ring I wasn't like well darn you know, now I have to wear this. <laughs> I have to wear this thing, right? No, it's like I would be delighted to wear this because I'm so excited about our our relationship. Like this is a good thing and, I'm, mm. and I want to do this. 
Yeah, so it's not a begrudging obedience. It's a delight. And even when you think about, like, the person who's newly engaged, it just so happens that they're talking a lot with their hands. Yeah, all of a sudden they're getting a manicure (laughs) regularly. Yeah, Because they want to show off (laughs) the ring because they're so excited. And so that should be our heart. That's a good analogy, that that should be our heart. It's not a begrudging obedience. Yeah. Now, we know that in different churches – uh, baptism looks differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. here at Candeo, we um, baptism by immersion, which just means going down into the water. So why why do we choose that method? Well, if we look at you know, the Bible, which is a great place to look when yeah. we're learning about things like baptism, the Greek word in in the new testament for for baptism means to dip or to immerse Mm. and so like we already talked about in romans 6 where where we see this these words that were like being buried and we're rising from the dead so immersion is this like full like burial sort of experience we're going under the water and then we're Mm. rising up out of it so it's it's a full picture of what romans 6 is talking about and we also see just this is the practice in the New Testament, yeah. you know, where they they say, oh, you know, we're, we're going to go down into the water. Mm. Um, that means that they've, you know, had enough water that they've actually gone down into it. You know, a couple other ways of baptizing that other churches practice would be um, sprinkling with water, which is like a fancy word for that is aspersion. And then there's another method, which is effusion, which is where they just pour water onto someone's head. So both of those are, you know, like there is water involved, but it's not that full picture of the death, yes. the burial, and the resurrection. Right. And and that's why I really love immersion baptism. Yeah. And and like you said, that's that's what we believe we see in the scriptures. We see the pattern of someone coming to know Christ. Um, it's the Ethiopian eunuch. Um, he comes to know Christ, and then he sees the water. What What's to keep me from getting baptized? And then mm-hmm. they go down into the water, and he's baptized. Yeah. So it's it's what we see as a pattern in Scripture, and we want to be completely obedient. And also, it is the symbol of Christ and his burial and resurrection. And so as a symbol, we want to continue to portray that um, faithfully. Mm-hmm. So is this... Is this super important? Like, as you're talking to someone who maybe is a newer believer and they're kind of like, I don't I don't like crowds. I don't like mm. getting up in front of people. I'm super uncomfortable. Yeah. Is it important? I think it's really important mm. because the Christian walk is going to be one of, of obedience. And there's – this is maybe the – easiest thing that that Jesus is asking you to do mm-hmm. like, there's going to be a whole lot more in your Christian walk that is it's going to be harder it's going to be putting to death your your sinful tendencies mm-hmm. it's going to be stepping out of your comfort zone and and sharing the gospel right there's going to be a whole lot more that Jesus is going to call you to that's going to be harder than baptism and so baptism is just that that first step of obedience I want to live my life for you. Mm. I, I, w- I want to just put aside all of those 
reservations that you have like I'm willing to look like a fool for you Mm. Christ like I'm willing to get wet and you know have messy hair and maybe my mascara will run like those things are are not important in light of eternity and Mm. so if we're saying like I want to submit to you I want to obey you then then what would stop us what would stop us from from being baptized Mm. It's, it's really just a beautiful I mean, Christ has saved you from your slavery to sin, and he's given you a new life. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you want to rejoice in that? Mm, Yeah. 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 So it is definitely important. Why Why would we say it's important to do it? in the life of your local church Hmm. like why do we baptize on a sunday morning in front of other believers yeah i think it's important in the local church it's important for for the the church to see and and rejoice and experience just the joy of someone else's salvation Mm -hmm. We as Christians, we get excited when somebody else gets saved. Yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome. And so then to see that person say, "I want to follow Jesus. I want to obey Him, and I want to display this through baptism." That's exciting too. Mm-hmm. And so it allows the local church to rejoice, which sometimes we need. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of hard things that we're facing, and it's. It's great for us to take a moment and celebrate. Like, mm-hmm. this is good. This is really good. But it's also important within the local church because this believer that's being baptized, this isn't the end for them. Right. There is that whole rest of the life, like I talked about, the, the everything else that, that the Lord is going to call you to. Mm-hmm. And we need the local church to come around side of us and, and disciple us and, and, and help us walk in obedience in, in the next thing and the next thing after that and the next thing after that. Mm-hmm. And so being baptized in the church is, is a way of, yes, identifying with Christ, and it's also a way of inviting in the church to, to be a part of your, your, your walk, your yeah. story, the discipleship that you're going to need going forward. Yeah. It's like a declaration to those around you that you you want to follow Christ and now you're inviting them in to take part in that mm-hmm. as a as a family. We are a family. Um, so I get this question a lot. Um, what do I do if I got baptized as a baby? Mm. And you kind of answered this in your story. Yeah. But if someone got baptized as a baby, what would you say to them? Yeah. I mean, I I was baptized as a baby, but if I'm looking at baptism, the definition of baptism being like an expression of faith, mm-hmm. and I would say as an infant, I didn't have faith to express. Right. Then that wasn't true baptism. Um, yeah, f- I think faith has to precede baptism. And so even though I can absolutely understand why why a parent would baptize their mm-hmm. their infant their child i get it i mean like you want good things for your child yeah. you want them to be saved you want them to to have faith someday and so i understand the motivation it was a, it was a, a motivation of good mm-hmm. but the baptism cannot save 
It's just an expression of saving faith. Mm. And so I would say get baptized as as a believer, as someone who does then have that faith to express mm-hmm. and 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 go forward in that do it do it gently. I know that's probably gonna be a conversation with with your parents. Yeah. And and go to them humbly and just acknowledge like I know that you wanted to raise me in such a way that I would grow in faith. Mm-hmm. That was your desire and that's how that's how you you know, went forward is, is you baptized me as an infant. And so I want to, I want to recognize that. I want to honor that, that you raised me in, in a place where I was exposed to the church. Mm -hmm. I was exposed to the Bible. Like these are good things, but now my understanding of baptism has changed. And I really do believe that it's an expression of faith. And now that I do have faith on my own, like I want, I want them to be baptized as a believer. Mm, yeah, that's great. Um, what about someone who says, I, I got baptized maybe as a child, um, but I honestly don't think that I was a believer at that time. Yeah. So maybe like someone, someone who was in a church that believed in believer's baptism mm-hmm. got baptized maybe as a five-year-old and now they're 18 and saying, I actually don't think I was a believer. This actually just happened to to my son. Mm. So he was baptized when he was 12 years old. So we were we were in a church that did practice believers baptism. And um, and at that time, you know, when he was 12, he did make a profession of faith, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I believed him. Mm -hmm. And so. So when he said he wanted to be baptized, we said, okay, you know, you know, we had good conversation about yeah. what baptism is and, and why we would do it and things like that. And, and it seemed right to us at that time to baptize him. But just recently, he came to my husband and I, and he said, Dad, Mom, I can look back on that time in my life and say that I, I was not truly a believer. Mm. But I know that I am now. Mm. And I, I need to tell you that I actually just got baptized the other night. Mm. Um, and so in that moment, it's like, okay, wow, that's not what I was expecting you to yeah. tell me, right? Yeah. But like, okay, what, what are my responses to him? One, I am overjoyed that he wants to follow and obey Jesus mm-hmm. and that he can say that with certainty now I know that I am a believer. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So one, I'm just, I'm overjoyed that he wants to take that step. But also two, I want him to know that that sanctification and growing in our understanding of the gospel and our need of the gospel, that is different than than conversion, yep. right? Yep. And so we don't need to be baptized every single time we yeah. understand the gospel a little bit more fully or mm-hmm. uh you know every time every time we learn and we grow um it's that's going to be a lifelong process for us and so we only need to be baptized as believers once mm-hmm. so in his case he would say i wasn't a believer and now i am mm-hmm. and so he was baptized again i'd say that's great and then if you're in this situation and you're trying to figure out was i a believer 
or was I just maybe an immature believer? Mm-hmm. I was an immature believer when I got saved, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 natural then to be growing in your faith, in your understanding of the gospel, in in your need of of Christ's sacrifice for you. Um, and so that's just something to examine in your own heart. You know, was it a situation where you truly were not saved and you were? Um, then I would say, yeah, be baptized as a believer. But was it just a situation where where you didn't understand it as fully as you do now? I would say that's just an indication of sanctification yeah. and growth. Yeah, that, that actually happened to me um, when we first moved here to Can- at when we moved to Cedar Falls and we came to Candeo, um, and they were talking a lot about baptism and believer's baptism and all of that, and I started going, <gasps> I don't know, like I was a child and was I really a believer? I can look back on my life and see, you know, like I said in the um, other podcast that we did on discipleship, um, that like my faith really grew in high school. And so was, was that conversion or was it when I was a kid? And I wrestled with it. I met with Paul and I talked with Jake and I'm like, do I need to get baptized again? I don't know. And personally for me, as I look back on my life, I can see, no, I think there truly was childlike faith in my life. I just grew in my understanding of the gospel and my ability to pursue Christ because as a child, I wasn't able to read and study the Bible like I could as a high schooler um, or a college student. And, um, you know, I wasn't as sanctified because as we mature in Christ, we become more like him and we produce more fruit, Mm -hmm. you know. And so when you are first a believer, it's going to look different. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to know. Um, And again, everyone has to come to their own conclusion. I'm not able to look at someone and go, no, actually, you weren't a believer. Right. Like, you have to make that decision for yourself. Exactly. Um, but the most important thing is just a desire to obey and mm-hmm. love the Lord and follow him. So if someone gets to the end of this podcast and they say, I need to be baptized. Mm-hmm. And if they go to Candeo, how, how do they go about it? What do they need to do? Yeah. Well, we have a baptism application and it's on the events sign up portion of our website. And I just want to say, don't let the word application scare you off. Mm. (laughs) The the only prerequisite for baptism is saving faith in Christ. Mm. So the application is pretty much just a retelling of your faith story. Sure. This was my life before I knew Christ. This is how I heard and received the gospel, and now I want to live my life according to his ways. So all we're asking in the, in the application is we just want to hear the story of Jesus and the way that he showed up in your life. Mm-hmm. So don't let the word application scare you off. But yeah, if we have a baptism service coming up, we will have the application on our website. Yeah, that's awesome. And if you are a part of another local church, the best way to know how to get baptized is just ask one of your pastors um, or ask someone who is discipling you, and they would be happy to help you um, get baptized in your own local church. So thanks so much for chatting with me, Christina, and um, we hope that um, as you're listening that um, you were encouraged 
and that um, you would have the courage to obey and be baptized. 